cerca di contrastarlo Juan Jesus, il tocco di Esciarawi, cerca il colpo di tacco, attenzione Nainggolan, riesce a mantenere il possesso di palla, palla sulla destra verso Bruno Perez, avanza Samir davanti a lui, ancora Bruno Perez cerca spazio, il tocco è arretrato e per Strottman, lancia in area di rigore per Nainggolan, tira, go, go, go! Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano. Hello, welcome to another edition of the Roma Press Podcast. I'm RomaPress.us editor John Solano. Um, and with me today is nobody. This is going to be a different episode just because um, I'm going to be going solo this time. Um, no guests, no co-hosts, no nothing. Uh, just me. Um, you know, just give me my opinion, maybe a rant or two um, about the upcoming match. I, I may briefly dive into Bologna. Um, horrible result that, that Roma had at the weekend, but um, primarily going to be discussing um, the match in two days against Barcelona. Um, first off, let me just apologize. Um, Oh gosh, this is the first episode that that I'm putting out, and it seems like almost two months. I don't know if that's right or not. Um, we had one recorded last week, and then we had some some issues with our with our editing software. Um, so ultimately, it didn't get put out. So uh, yeah, just want to apologize for that. Um, you know, this is this is something that I'm trying to um, make you know far more consistently than what you know we've seen over the last couple of months just because again you have the holidays you have personal life um you have a lot of stuff sort of just happening at once and it's difficult to to record edit book guests um you know get everyone together at the same time to be able to you know record and edit and yada 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 so um yeah, let me let me first apologize for this being the first episode in quite a long time. Um, but nonetheless, let's discuss the match in a couple of days. So we have Roma, we have Barcelona in Spain. Um, so as far as, you know, the latest news goes, as far as the match itself, um, I'm recording this on a Monday. So we had Roma, um, we had their call-up list for the match come out. Um, it was a little discouraging, a little encouraging. We saw Nangolan is back after he suffered that injury early on in the match against Bologna. Um, however, Under will not be taking place in the match. He was not called up. Um, he suffered that, that injury while on international duty with Turkey. So obviously that's not good. Um, you know, I, I didn't... I mentioned that I wouldn't talk a lot about Bologna, but just to rewind a little bit, um, yeah, that 1-1 draw was, uh, frankly, a terrible result at the weekend. Um, I wrote a piece earlier in the week calling it a must-win only because uh, Lazio, they had a very easy matchup uh, against Benevento, and then uh, Inter as well had a very easy matchup against Verona. So obviously going into the weekend, um, I pretty much chalked those two up as victories for uh, Roma's Champions League place counterparts. So for me, uh, you know, knowing that, I considered 
the Bologna uh, match uh, must win. And uh, frankly, they were very, very underwhelming. That that first half, um, you know, obviously they had a host of chances. Uh, the one with Strootman, I still don't know how or why that didn't end up in the back of the net. Um, one of the misses of the year, frankly, very embarrassing. Um, but the fact of the matter is they didn't get it done, um, which is very worrying. They they drop a very crucial two points. Um, Inter have a, have a match in hand now. So, um, you know, the, unfortunately, I, I, I think this is going to come down to the wire for the Champions League race, which I was hoping to avoid. Um, now, there are some nuances that maybe we can take solace in. I think we could all agree that Roma are more than likely not going to advance against Barcelona, um, whereas Lazio, they, they're, they're in, the Europa, uh, in the Europa League. Um, they are matched up against Red Bull from, from Germany. So, um, you know, they, they certainly have an opportunity to, prog to progress into the competition. So maybe that, you know, they're extracting more energy um, as the season progresses that Roma could potentially take advantage of, especially if Lazio advanced past the German side. Um, frankly, I, I think that'd be the best for, for all parties involved. Um, just because after Barcelona, again, we're assuming Roma don't advance. Um, they'll be able to focus just on the league, which... You know, I think at this point, um, we're in April now, season ends in, you know, roughly a, a month and a half, a little more than that. Um, I, I think that's what that's what Roma needs. Um, there's some injuries, obviously, you have the wear and tear. Um, for me, one of the biggest concerns is Dzeko, um, as we've seen this past weekend. Um, you, you know, Roma just cannot score without him on the pitch. Uh, which is very concerning, um, but if that's going to be the case for the remainder of the season, they need Jekyll on the pitch at all times, so um, playing only one match per week is obviously uh, very beneficial. Um, so with that being the case, uh, Roma now, they're, they're really going to have to take advantage um, of these next three to four weeks. Uh, particularly if Lazio progresses. Now, at the weekend here, uh, this upcoming week, obviously Roma have Barcelona, uh, Lazio have Red Bull, um, Inter, obviously they're only playing one match per week. Um, but Lazio play Utenese um, away from the Olimpico, which is always a difficult match. Um, so hopefully uh, Roma um, can recover some points that they lost at the weekend, just because, again, uh, to backtrack even more, I, I thought the performance against Bologna was terrible. Um, a lot of concern all, all over the pitch. Um, Sheik was not good. Um, I, I tweeted this out, but summer cannot come soon enough for him. Uh, you know, you just want to talk about a, a lost season. That's what it was for him. Um, the, you know, the check, I, I feel bad for him. Uh, you know, he's not the one who sets his, the, the price in the summer. It's not his fault that Roma paid for him as much as they did. But, uh, be that as it may, he has not had a good season. He has not looked comfortable at any point under Roma this season. He just, uh, you know, he looks like a fish out of water, which, again, he's still young. 
that's fine. Um, you know, I'm not ready to give up on him yet, as I've seen several people say otherwise. I don't think that this has so much to do with ability as it does more so uh, mental. I think a full summer would do him absolutely just wonders. I, I, I think more than anything, you know, more training, yada, yada, yada. You could go on and on about what he does and does not need. Frankly, I think that a full summer to A, recover, B, find his best fitness level, and C, to, uh, to understand the team better, to understand the club better, to understand the city better, to feel more comfortable overall from a footballing and a human standpoint, I think that would do him wonders. So, again, he was terrible against Bologna. Um, I, I was really, really discouraged by El Shadawi. At no point did he look like a threat on goal against Bologna. Peralti, he was okay. Not great, not bad. Uh, Jadson, terrible. <laughs> Absolutely terrible. It's astonishing that um, a couple years in into his adventure uh, in Serie A, we still don't know what position he is. He plays uh, right wing, wide midfielder, central midfielder, and I don't even know if he knows what his best position is, which is very, very, very troubling. He was not good at all. Um, he is one of the least decisive midfielders I, I, I think I've ever seen. Just so many sideways passes. Nothing at all does he do to advance the ball forward into the final third. Um, he just looks to make the easy pass, which quite often isn't necessarily the right one. So that was discouraging. Um, defense was fine against Bologna. Um, uh, Florenzi was meh. You know, anyone who follows me on Twitter understands that I have not been pleased with this season. I think he's been extremely underwhelming. Um, despite having been played at the position while, be it as it may, he's being played out of position. Um, he's just so underwhelming at times, particularly from uh, from the defensive point of view. Often caught out of position, often um, uh, making a very, uh, very um, amateur level slip. Um, so that's something that's certainly going to have to be improved upon. Um so if you know if Roma play the way they did at the weekend against Bologna, um, we could see another six-two, frankly, which you know would be disastrous uh, considering the strides that Roma have made in uh, European football this season. So that's something that uh, worries me. However, I, I I think that a lot of what we saw at the weekend against Bologna had to do with. Roma simply looking past Bologna, um, underestimating them, and frankly looking ahead to the match against Barcelona. So, um, obviously, you know, if they show the same desire, the same attitude, they, they'll get smashed against Barcelona on Wednesday. Uh, now, I don't expect them to win. I don't expect them to draw. You know, if I had to make a prediction right now, gun to my head, I would say three to one would be maybe a fair, but not too outrageous assumption for what the the scoreline may be. Um, you know, if you look at what Verona have done away from home in the Champions League this season, uh, 
Um, again, very small sample size. We have three or I'm sorry, four matches. Um, they have not been uh, particularly overwhelming in attack, except uh, the match against Chelsea. Um, they looked very, very bad against uh, Atletico. Uh, good against Chelsea. Shakhtar, they were good too. Um, for me, they at least have to get a goal, regardless of if it's one to one, two to one, three to one, even four to one. J just get a goal, um, because you know that'd be very positive, something to build upon even for next season um, to show that. Yes, you can play with the biggest of the big clubs away from home. You're going to have your heads held high. You're not going to be embarrassed or played off the pitch. Um, you know, that, that is something, in my opinion, that they really need to strive for. Bag a goal. Um, and then another thing that, you know, I think we really got to keep our eye on is the flanks. Um, you know Barcelona. They they don't play that um, that famed four three three anymore. They they play four four two. They're much more balanced, particularly in defense. But I, I still think the wide areas, as you know, they do quite often in modern day football, are going to be very very important. Which is why <laughs> which is why I'm worried for uh, Florenzi, just because again, um, tactically he's very very poor in defense. Very very poor. And he's going to have to be stout. He's going to have to not get caught out. Um, he has to be smart. He can't venture forward without thinking about the defensive phase. Um, I, I think that's something that Barcelona could easily exploit in what could be a major, major headache uh, for Roman Di Francesco. So that's something I want to keep my eye on um, you know Alisson I'm not even remotely worried about we saw what he's done all season we saw what he's done on the road we've seen what he's done in the Champions League at the Stadio Olimpico um, he, he's been stout he's been strong um, you know if anything I, I expect him to save a goal or two um, and perhaps lighten the blow um, to what the, the final scoreline may be so, um, you know, again, I have my worries in defense and attack. Um, you know, who, who's going to score the goals? Um, Roma, we saw at the weekend, they're just so over-reliant on Dzeko that I really, 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 really worry, especially with Under being out. Um, how is a goal going to be created? Where is it going to come from? Um, is it going to come from a counterattack? Is it going to come from a set piece? You know, it may have to come from a set piece just because we we know Barcelona like to be on the ball. So the handful of chances that Roma get, they're going to have to take advantage. So um, for me, those are just some of the th you know some of the points that I'll be paying attention to, which you know what worry me a little bit. Um, you know, I, I've seen people maybe being a little over-optimistic on Twitter, um, you know, saying, hey, if it's 2-1 to one or 3-1, to one, you don't know what could happen in Rome. Um, you know, let's just, you know, try and uh, try and bag a decent result um, in Spain and then, you know, see how it plays out in Italy. Uh, again, I, I, I wish I had that level of confidence, and it's something that's much easier said than done. Um, 
you know, for me, when you, you know, when you preview a match of this magnitude against a team that's so great like Barcelona, um, you know, you really can't just make a broad statement like that without sort of going over the finer details of what, you know, the, of what the matchup entails. So, um, you know, let's, uh, let's keep our fingers crossed. I'm cautiously optimistic only because under Defenacesco, Roma have looked infinitely more stout in European football, um, you know, which is something we couldn't say under, under Rudy Garcia. So um, fingers crossed. We will see what happens. And um, I, we'll definitely be doing a follow-up episode after, um, after the match. So, um, yeah, Forza Roma.